this is Ashley. And this is Ruining, Ruining Our, our childhood. childhood. A weekly podcast where we remove our childhood goggles and put on our adult bivocals to rewatch and review our favorite movies from the past. Yes, and by our favorite movies, we're talking about our personal favorites. So we grew up mostly in the 90s, mm-hmm. so a lot of the movies we're going to be reviewing are... 90s and early 2000s, mm-hmm. but we're going to, you know, mix it up every once in a while. And one of the reasons why we decided to do this podcast, if you're just joining us, if this is your first episode ever. And how listen, dare you? How dare you? Why aren't you listening to our other episodes? There's two previous ones. Kyle. Correct. Three previous episodes. You yeah, be that's true. We are huge movie buffs. Yes. We're married. And when we first started dating and moved in together, we had a large collection of movies. Yes. And those movies now just sit in a room. And collect collect dust. Collect dust. (laughs) Yes. Because of things like Netflix Mm -hmm. and all the other streaming apps, it's just so much easier to just go search something and put it on. Yeah. Um, But we do have a large movie collection and we thought, you know... Let's start a podcast where we rewatch our movies and we discuss them and see if they truly hold up. Yes. So that's what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. So if you're just joining us, welcome. Hello. How are you? Nice to meet you. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about, or actually, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the movie yes. that we're doing today. It is Heavyweights. For you, those that don't know what Heavyweights is, it's a 1995 classic. classic. I'm always going to say that. <laughs> and the logline for the movie is Plump Kids. <laughs> I didn't read this before, sorry. Plump Kids are lured into joining a posh fat camp with the promise of quick weight loss and good times, only to find that the facility is a woodland hellhole. Run by a psycho ex-fitness instructor. So, um, 1995. Tell us a little bit about what was going on in 1995. Uh, 1995, the big movies of the year were Batman Forever, mm-hmm. Toy Story, and Apollo 13. Uh, big TV shows would be Home Improvement and Friends. And the big song of the year was One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Oh, that's, that's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is my jam. Huh? Oh, yeah. And then uh, just some quick facts about the movie. Uh, This was actually the first film written by Judd Apatow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I knew that. He's kind of a thing. I almost forgot. It was released on February 17th of 1995. Mm -hmm. And it was not a huge success. It only grossed $17.6 million. Nice. Yeah. That's... I I don't know. When I was a kid, I would have thought that that it would have been a hit with as many people that are in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, when did Mighty Ducks come out? 93? No, I think the first one came out in like oh, 92 or something 90. like that. Right. Oh, maybe. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. But uh, the reason I brought that up was because a lot of the cast is from Mighty Ducks. Yes. Um, and that's what I remember about the movie. And what was your <laughs> first impressions? I think you bring up an excellent point about a lot of the cast being from Mighty Ducks, right. which I super enjoyed. I love the first two, which I think both of those had come out before Heavyweights. So I wanted to see this because I liked Keenan Thompson yes. in that. 
and uh, I will refer to the one guy as Goldberg, because <laughs> that's what I know him as. Yeah, his real name is... I'm just looking at IMVD because I have it open. They do not have this cast in order, of course. Uh, Sean Weiss. Sean Weiss. Yeah. But yeah, yeah he... Uh, so I enjoyed the kids. Uh, I did not know who Ben Stiller was at the time, I don't think. Makes sense. But I remember my mom taking me and my brothers to go see it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. But then it wasn't until we got it on VHS that I became like a mega fan of the movie. Like me and my brothers would watch it all the time during the summer. Yeah. But like we were watching it like I was probably 16 years old and we were still cracking up to heavyweights like routinely. Yes. So what uh, was your first impressions? Um, I just remember renting it with my brother um, and my parents. We didn't go see it in theaters. We didn't really go to the movies that often when I was really young. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember thinking it was hilarious. And I had this obsession when I was a kid about going to camp. Yes. Because I never got to go. Me neither. And and I want to say there's there was this movie. There was... Um, camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere. There was... Uh, the Adams Family, the second one, mm-hmm. where uh, Wednesday and what Pugsley Pugsley go to camp, and mm-hmm. I was so jealous because I all I wanted to do was go to a summer camp, and I never got to go to one. That and then the other thing was salute your shorts, and yes. exactly like I wanted to go to camp. Yeah, they. I mean, I don't really know if you've gone to camp. Let us know. Was it as good as the movies made it out to be? But. I always thought it was, like, the coolest thing. Yeah, it's a massive camp envy. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why I love this movie as a kid. All the casts that was from Mighty Ducks yeah. were awesome. Like you said, Kenan Thompson. And um, even the main kid, I think, yeah. is from Mighty Ducks. He was in the first one. He's yeah. the one who he gets hit and they think he's bleeding, but he just had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> yes. and his helmet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, awesome. So... Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that, I just loved the movie when I was a kid and I do think it will hold up if we want to segue into what our predictions are. Um, I do think it will hold up because, uh, it's written by somebody that is a, I don't know, a comedic genius of yeah. at least the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And it has been Stiller, who is an amazing actor. Definitely. He's in one of my favorite movies. Has Paul Feig. Yes, it has Paul Feig, mm-hmm. who's an amazing director as well. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, we'll s- yeah. see if it holds up. What do you think? I totally agree with you. I think it's going to hold up. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful. I, I still have my childhood goggles on when yeah. I think of this movie, but uh, definitely love Ben Stiller and uh, agree. I'm Paul uh, Judd Apatow. Sorry, writing the movie, so I'm very hopeful that it's going to be a a delightful rewatch for us. Yes, I don't think there will be. I mean. There's going to be fat jokes. Yeah. But that's the plot of the movie. Uh, we had a suggestion from a good friend of the podcast, Dan Dan, suggested that we let you guys know where you can stream the movies. Because in a majority of the cases, we own the movie, so we don't really think about that. But uh, this movie, unfortunately, is not available on any of the free streaming platforms, although you could rent it not off free, of... free, but... Well, Netflix. But yeah, you would have to rent it off of either Amazon or Vudu. Vudu or YouTube. Yeah. So you can do that. Um, Yeah, I thought we owned it. When I suggested the movie, I swear to everything (laughs) that we own the damn movie because I remembered like the sub. Yeah. Like them holding the sub. I I don't know. Maybe it's just memories from childhood and such. 
but so we don't own the movie so we will be donating to voodoo or amazon (laughs) so we're gonna go ahead and pause it now Mm -hmm. watch the movie and then we'll be back to let you know what we think okay and we're back we're gonna go ahead and break down our movie like we always do with our different categories and our first one we're gonna go ahead and get out our percussizing cassettes and break down some technology (laughs) was there any technology in the movie that you found distracting um there's a couple things but not as many as i was hoping for me i guess the biggest one that i remember is after they'd captured tony spoiler alert (laughs) for this how old movie yes they kind of did like a thing that they he did to them at the beginning of the movie where he played like soothing music yes. and he's like good morning children um they they did to him and they had a boombox yes. playing with them and i was like holy crap they had to have two kids holding that boombox <laughs> that's how big it was yeah it was pretty ginormous <laughs> yeah and that's just like the biggest one that i noticed how about you uh, the boombox was definitely something I picked up on. And then, uh, when he would get up and like, uh, in the morning, he would play this cheesy music. Like you were saying, he had like, his office was just littered with old equipment. Mm-hmm. Like he had these, like, it looked like your elementary school, like PA system that he was going to read your morning announcements on. But it was like, yeah. all that was very dated. Like that wasn't even 1990s. It was like. 1970s yeah but yeah that was all i really had as far as technology you want to go ahead and move on to the next category sure um this next category is called kids would call it a throwback we call it the prime of our teens um and this is the category where we talk about fashion choices or any offensive jokes or dated references did you see any I had a bunch of the fashion fashion choices. Mm-hmm. They the kids were wearing the typical graphic tees of the time. Yes, uh, that would just have like a random basketball with some like scribbles on it, which I was totally guilty of wearing. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, I noticed some sideways baseball caps, which was yes. a little bit of a yeah, a little strange. Do kids do that? I don't time? think kids do. Uh, one of my favorites was Paul Feig rocking a crop top football jersey. That was mine. <laughs> well, what you do a couple then, and I have a couple more, but maybe they're ones that you have as well. Yeah, uh, Paul Feig, Tim, is his character's name, had short shorts, he had cowboy boots, and he had a crop top football jersey. He looked like a woo girl. He looked to meet a bunch of 12-year-old boys. And I'm like, what are you wearing? And I get it. I think it's because he's lost weight. Yes. So he's proud of his body. Yeah. But who decided that was like... And I think it's just part of his character because he's kind of eccentric. But I'm just like, like cut off jeans that were super short. And just like, I don't know what was going on. Because he also... In that scene, he is, they're giving him crap about losing the weight. Yeah. And he's turning around, slapping his butt at these kids <laughs> going, buns of steel or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that is a that is an outfit right there. Yeah, it, it was amazing. And then um, pretty much everything that Tony wore. But my favorite was uh, in the scene 
where he is on like the uh, bed of nails mm-hmm. and he has an ice block on him and then Lars the I guess German is he supposed to be German? He's German, but he never also, says. I could be wrong. Is that Macklemore? <laughs> like he looked just he like does. him. I looked him on IMBD though. Dude does not look the same. Oh, He's, sad. Time has not been kind to that guy. But uh, anyway, but yeah, he's wearing like Aladdin pants. Yes. Like, like really puffy. Mm-hmm. And I guess there would be parachute pants, but they look like they were like canvassy, like like he stole it from Aladdin's wardrobe. No, he, 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 st- he, that's actually where they got the idea for the pants for Aladdin for the musical, the live tour. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> that's not true but, at all. But <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, well, those are some amazing. And then his just, his hair. Oh my God. It was amazing. He, it was just like. He looked like Nikki Six. Yeah, he looked crazy. Like the minute he's on screen, and I know he's supposed to be a, like a big personality, and he's supposed to be crazy. But man, oh. that hair! And uh, but that was pretty much all I had. Was there any other ones that you caught? I did catch they do a dance with the girls' camp that's nearby. Yes. In the uh, clothing that the kids were wearing was very much of the time. Like there was a kid wearing a uh, Jerry, I believe. He's wearing a blazer and shorts mm-hmm. and that was interesting there was a kid wearing a lay miz t-shirt and a beret was, i think there was two i think it was the british kid because he's supposed to be like cultured no it was um the kid who like snuck the like burger king into the camp i think his name was philip oh yeah it wasn't nicholas nicholas okay. wore like a suit okay because yeah. i was just like because i feel like i saw this Another kid in that same shirt in a different scene. Oh. I I swear to God, it was a different kid. I was like, did they just have to like switch? Like they maybe they had a lower budget and they're like, just give him your shirt or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, my, the other one that I really liked w- that I caught was Jerry was rocking a Fire Marshal Bill T-shirt. Yeah. From In Living Color, and that I mean that was just something that I thought was awesome. <laughs> I would wear that today. <laughs> I know. I you actually said that when we were watching the movie. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. So. But that, um, that was it. I really didn't notice any offensive jokes, but I'm assuming you maybe caught a few. I mean, I let some pass because this is a movie about kids at a fat camp. Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller's character, Tony, makes a lot of fat jokes. Not a lot of jokes, but he just like calls them fat all the time. And I just remember like in the very beginning of the movie, Jerry's like, I don't want to go to a camp with a bunch of fat loads. <laughs> and I was like, I've never heard that before. Fat, fat loads. loads. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and when uh, he's, like, at the beginning when Tony introduces himself and he's, like, maybe you're going to be the next president of the United States. And then he points to Kenan Thompson, maybe you're going to be a famous rapper. I was, like, like, yeah, of course he would have to be a rapper because he's yeah. black. But that's the joke, though, because yeah. he's supposed to be offensive. Everybody's just, like, what the hell? Like, yeah. like what is that supposed to mean? And then, uh, but dated references, there was a couple. Uh, they talked about the Sizzler. The Sizzler. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I believe it was Josh or Goldberg, yes. as we call him. Goldberg. He left the camp for a little bit because he got in trouble. And uh, and then he's like, what did you do on the outside? He's like, I went to Sizzler. <laughs> like, it was like the coolest thing. And I'm like, I remember the Sizzler was pretty sweet in the yeah. 90s. Mm-hmm. The, the one that I caught was like, they were uh, trying to like get hyped up for the baseball game against the jock camp oh, and just one of the kid was just like oh and what am i Deion sanders and i was just like uh he was yeah. popular then not oh, yeah anymore. i mean like you would just you know insert yeah you could exactly that it was dated in the sense like nowadays it'd be like it's steph curry or lebron james but, yeah well not so much for baseball but yeah but 
Deion Sanders was did he it was he one of the ones that did baseball too? Yes. Oh, okay. And yeah. that makes sense. He wasn't very good though. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't. He was good. much better at football. Oh, and I liked when they they said it like three times and I'm like, man, to be twelve again, skinny wiener. Yes. <laughs> He's like he, he a little skinny wiener. It's like <laughs> I was just like uh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good times. Uh, but no, it was, I mean, a lot of the jokes were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people in that uh, movie, especially the children, have pretty good comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kenan Thompson is very good yeah. at what he does. So, should we move on to our next category? Uh, yes, we'll go ahead and get our hello there, which is our cameo category. Well, hello there. Well, I'm sorry, I apologize. Well, hello there. Uh, one of the cameos that I and I have seen this movie probably fifty times. I never caught it. Was there's a character who's a lunchman, and mm-hmm. it's when Josh has been kicked out of camp, and there's like you know rumor mills running yeah. around as to what happened to him, and the lunchman's like, "Well, your your friend has died." <laughs> And the lunchman was Peter Berg, who, not so much a famous actor, but he is a famous, like, television creator. He created Friday Night Lights. Director. And director, yeah. So I was just like, it was just a ramming, because he's like a total slime ball. He's like filthy and dirty, but that was one that I caught. It's crazy, too, because you said that, and I, at that exact moment, I was writing something down on our note sheet. And so I heard the line, but I didn't hear who said it. Uh-huh. And when you told me a little bit later, they're like, I'm Peter Berg. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, so I totally missed it. Yeah. Obviously, I always forget uh, Alan Covert. Yes. Is uh, Kenny the cameraman. Kenny the cameraman. And, and I'm always just like, why are you not in an Adam Sandler movie right now? Like, yeah. Because he's in every single Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his job. Yes. So it's just weird to see him. In a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. And outside of that. But, and he had some funny lines and just, just following around Tony and stuff. So, yeah. um, and then what was the other one we were going to talk about? Oh, uh, through Jeffrey Tambor plays, uh, Jerry's dad. Yeah. And he looks just like Dr. Phil. He does. I was like, oh my Cause he, his hair is like yeah, dark. Very, yeah. Very Dr. Phil like. Um, yeah. And he had some pretty funny lines, but. Like, when they go to visit them for Parents Week, and he's just like, you, he hasn't lost any weight. Like, he was just, like, so mad that his his money was being wasted because his son, who's not even that chubby. No, he's just a kid going through puberty. Yeah. Oh, oh and the other two, which, not really cameos, but they're people that are in there, and very briefly, are Ben Stiller's parents play yes. uh, Harvey and Alice Bushkin. Classic, so, yeah. Anne Mara and Jerry Stiller. Yeah, and I remember them. Yeah. It's like, I remember them. I would always remember, like, Paul Feig and, obviously, Ben Stiller. Yeah. He's, like, one of the main characters. But, yeah, not a whole lot of cameos. I noticed a girl at the dance that looked familiar, and I looked her up, and she hasn't been in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, some Netflix movie I watched, and what was the other thing she was in? Oh, she was in Pelier to Launch with yeah. uh, McConaughey. And there was a TV show, too, but... She, I'm like. Oh, she, she was on Weeds. Weeds, it was yeah. Weeds. Okay, um, so definitely familiar, but um, not anybody like overly famous. Yeah, no. Uh, should we move on to our next category? Absolutely. This category is called "Is it even good? Is the plot believable? Is the casting choices good?" And we'll uh, go over our funniest and cringiest lines mm-hmm. that 
for our picks. Uh, what did you think about the plot and the casting choices? Uh, plot, I uh, just it's a solid 1990s kids movie plot. Yeah. It's the chubby kids who get picked on by the nerd, uh, not nerds, the jocks. <laughs> And then also, like, they can't, they didn't have confidence to talk to girls at, like, a dance. So, like, that was just extremely believable to me. Uh, How about you? Yeah, I mean, I believe it was believable for the most part. But I always, like, I think I always get mad when, like, movies put certain people in, like, just one category. Like, nobody in that camp was athletic at all. Yeah. Like, that's not believable. There's plenty of people that are chubbier or bigger people that Mm -hmm. are really athletic. So I'm just like, nobody in that camp knew how to play baseball at all. Yeah. Out of like how many boys? Or maybe they're just like, you know, they want that. You know, they're the underdogs and the the MVP douchebag camp is like the elite, you know, people that they have to beat. I mean, overall, the plot was believable. Like (laughs) things that um, Tony said, just like that whole like concept of people... Being like they know how you feel. I mean, he was he said he was a former fat kid, but he's mm-hmm. just like so obsessed with turning these kids into skinny people, like a little too obsessed, obviously. Yes. And just like making them feel like they have no self worth unless they're skinny. So that is pretty believable because I think there's a lot of fitness people out there that try to push that. How about the casting choices? Did you? I liked the casting choices. I think they lucked out in the sense that in that time period, you had two huskier kids that could play these roles with great comedic timing. Mm-hmm. And Kenan Thompson and the kid who was Goldberg, he yeah. was another one. Like, he was one of the best parts of the Mighty Ducks movies. Yeah. Obviously, Kenan Thompson's now an Emmy nominated actor and just a great comedic timing, and he's probably pushing 40. Yeah. I thought the other characters, obviously Ben Stiller's fantastic in it, and then them giving their start, giving Macklemore his start as Lars, that, that was just top notch. That doesn't even work out timeline. <laughs> no, Macklemore's no, like he was probably 34. like he was like ten at the time. Yeah. but that guy looks just like Macklemore. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, I agree. The only thing that stood out to me was um, at the dance with the girls. There's this tall brunette that walks. To the group of boys, thinking they're thinking like this girl's gonna talk to us, but then mm. she's just like, "Where's the bathroom?" She looked like she was twenty. Yeah, I she, thought. Yeah, she looked old. Like, and I'm, I'm like, that's not believable because there's also this like good range of boys from like probably like nine to like fourteen. Yeah, 15, fourteen. Yeah, maybe. Were, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what was your funniest line that you picked out? <sighs> There was so many that I, I just cracked up at that movie. One of my favorite, which I had never picked up on, is Lars is introducing Tony uh-huh. when he is making his grand appearance and he's going to introduce Percocizing to these kids. Sure. And he says he has dedicated his life to saying things like, yes, and you can do it. <laughs> like, I was just like, what? That's what he dedicated his life to. Okay. Maybe it's something like you kind of, I think there's little things that you kind of, miss as a kid oh yeah because to me when i was a kid like the over the top stuff was more funny like the fart jokes yeah or oh, yeah. you know the kids lines but i didn't necessarily think like the anything the adults could say was that funny mm-hmm. but my funniest line was actually um i had a couple but the one i ultimately chose was uh towards the end when tony escapes from 
being capt- held captive by the kids, and uh-huh. he's in the window, and he's like, the villain was over the top. <laughs> like, and then he, like, jump, he, like, does a flip down and lands, and he's just like, ouch. <laughs> and I was just like, I laughed out loud to that, because I'm just... Because he's just so funny about that. Oh, um, so and then good. the other one was, um, the other funny part was um, at the very beginning, after he's done talking to all the kids, like mm-hmm. telling them like, this is what the camp is now. He's r- w- running down the the aisle mm-hmm. and he's like waiting for high fives and <laughs> nobody gives them high fives. Except for he, the kid at the very uh, yeah. end. He's like, But yeah. he like he keeps his enthusiasm because there's a camera on him because oh. he's shooting kind of like a documentary slash infomercial. Mm-hmm. How about your most cringiest line it not uh, so much a line but the moment where they're playing the jock team in softball and they're playing slow pitch softball uh-huh jerry gets beamed when he's batting oh yeah and he you would have thought he got shot yeah and he like you know was like oh my god the coach on the other team's like take your bag baby yeah like because he's rightfully so he's like come on dude it wasn't that hard of a pitch but i was also like you shouldn't say that to him but then just the highlight also is keenan thompson like <laughs> hitting the kid with the bat yeah, right in the stomach but he calls him like he's like why don't you run slower fatty or yeah. something like that the catcher does um but mine wasn't very much cringy for me but yeah. no there was just a couple parts for me and it just was like not so much cringy but just like kind of creepy but the first time that Tony has them exercising, they're all in those, like, weird white jumpsuits. Oh. And then he's wearing just these, like, really, like, tight cutoff jeans. And I was like, holy crap, I can see Ben Slur's package. Like, <laughs> but that was about it. Oh, and uh, who said that? I wrote it down, but I don't know who said it. But they're... Oh, no, it was uh, Tony when he was escaping. Um, he says, whoops, butterfingers. <laughs> and the way he says it is so creepy because he's, like tricking the british kid into mm-hmm. thinking he has a kiss yeah a hershey's kiss and he tries to grab it and he drops it because he's trying to escape and he's like whoops butterfingers yeah but i was like that's so creepy um was there any like additional things that you had like weird edits unnecessary scenes there was a couple scenes where there was some <laughs> dubbing issues and like the audio wasn't lining up like he uh one of the kids rats out their bunk that they yeah. hide candy and stuff and tony's like whose candy is this who does it belong to and josh steps forward or goldberg and he's like uh it belongs to seymour butts and the audio does not match up. You're like, it's not what he said. And Tony's like, who's seen more butts? And he's like, ain't nobody seen more butts than you, Uncle Tony. So funny thing about that, right after we watched the movie, I was looking at the IMBD page and I was looking at the trivia. Mm-hmm. And they have a little section in there. Let me find it. Oh, it's under Goose, actually. Oh. So it says, when Josh says see more butts, he's actually saying Peter Fitz. Then Uncle Tony says... Who's Peter Fitz? And Josh's voiceover is covering the answer. Anyone's Peter Fitz if you push hard enough. Oh my a god. Child, <laughs> a child said that joke. I don't I'm 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 gonna guess that it was written like that, but then like maybe when they oh um Lord. maybe they did a screening for like Disney like producers or something, or like that's not appropriate. <laughs> that's a child saying that. And this is a PG movie. And it's a PG movie and it's Disney like Oh my. Yeah. (laughs) That is disturbing. Yeah, it's really disturbing, but also something I never knew. Yeah. Having watched the movie a lot of times, so thank God for the internet to tell us those things. 
Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I, I liked when he did get in trouble, um, Josh or Goldberg. Uh-huh. Like, they do this weird transition thing where it, like, does, like, a vignette around his face. Yeah. And then it, like, freeze frames, like, as if he died and went to heaven. Yes. Like, and I just love, I was just like, what is this? <laughs> um, oh, and the other one, like, I guess, kind of a goof or a mess up was during the Apache... Relay? Relay. The one kid on the MVP camp team was, like, struggling with the academic section. Uh-huh. And their kid blows through it. It's the British kid. I can't remember his name. Nicholas. Nicholas. Um, he blows through it. Super smart, whatever. When they get to the last part where they have to give the baton to the kids in the go-karts, uh-huh. the other kid's already there. Like, so I'm like, yeah. you struggled, but not... Like... And there was no urgency to, like, get in the go-kart and go. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a baton handoff or anything. There, it was like... Was... A... I thought there was. But it was like almost like they were like they might as well have waved a flag to start a yeah. race. Like yeah. that's how much they started. But I just at the thought it was time. weird that, that they show that kid struggling so much, but then he happens to be Yeah, he couldn't at figure out math. Time. Yeah. Well, and it was the same thing when the kid they're doing you have to shave a balloon. Oh yeah. In Camp MVP, the kid's covered in shaving cream, he's popping balloons left and right. They cut to Josh, who earlier in the movie is like, I've been shaving for years, he's shaving a balloon like no problem, but uh-huh. they're still somehow behind yeah so i was like that doesn't make sense but yeah okay Damn they had to build the drama teen movies or <sighs> kids child, yeah. child movies um should we move on to our final thoughts absolutely and as you know on our podcast it's always award season it's award season we're gonna go ahead and give out our first award the valedictorian to the nicholas cage online school of bad acting yes who did you give your award to it was hard because I feel like there wasn't anything too cringy, mm-hmm. which it's should be easy to find something in a 90s kids movie where yeah. there's like going to be some bad acting. But I actually gave it to Pat. Okay. Because he wasn't a bad actor. There was just, he had a lot of scenes with Jerry, the main character, mm-hmm. like a lot of sentimental scenes. And I feel like he could not pull them off. There was the one where... Like, when he was being really serious and he's like, I'm tired of being fat. Like, and it was partly to do with, like, the background music. He just, like, I don't, I feel like he couldn't pull off that seriousness. Yeah. And that's really the only reason I gave it to him was because of those scenes. But Mm -hmm. in the other scenes, he was pretty funny. You know, he was, like, almost like a dad figure to Jerry. Yeah. Because his dad's kind of a dick. (laughs) Um, But, and they, honestly, they looked a lot alike, like... I thought yeah. Pat and Jerry did. They have, like, the same haircut and yeah. the same hair color. They definitely could have been father and son. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, how about you? The person, and I agree with you, it was very hard to give out the award for Worst Actor. I gave it to Nicholas, the British kid, because oh. he just kind of annoyed me, and I'm like, he didn't really belong because he's, like, slightly chubby. He yeah. wasn't fat by any stretch. Yeah. And uh, he's just... I feel like they're just like, let's get a British kid in here. Let's, yeah. Let's uh, get a little more diversity with all these other white kids. Yeah. And, I was and just one like, black kid. Yeah, I don't think he deserved to be in there. Anyway, so I was just like, eh, that, that's who I gave it to. But you want to go ahead and introduce our next award? Yeah. But first, I did want to give a, like, a, what's the word? Like a second runner up for Val Victorian Salutatorian? So, there you go. Sure. Uh, to Nurse Julie oh, in the bad. video. 
at the end when they're showing the parents like all the footage of Tony being the of worst. Camp Hell. Yeah. Um just her acting when she's just like your kids could die. Like I'm like, calm down. Yeah. No. He, like he fed them. I mean they probably could have died, their, especially like... with that twenty mile hike. Oh uh, yeah. For sure. Cause he did say, We're doing it indefinitely until you guys die. And yeah. it reminded me of our podcast last night, um, our show where the guy like they were talking about the sweat lodge, killer, yeah, uh, James Arthur Ray, yeah, and just like that intensity, like yeah, you need to do this, and if you die, you die, <laughs> like, and it's just like whoa, calm down, A little um, intense. So that was my runner-up, but yeah, let's talk about the Thomas J. Hanks Award for exceptional acting. Who was your? I pick? gave it to Ben Stiller, who. I concluded from watching this movie, he stole his Tony Perkis character and made it White Goodman for Dodgeball. Oh, It is definitely. the same exact character. It's like the same accent. But I love at the end of the movie when he's crazy Uncle Tony and he's got his Nikki Six hair. And like you said, he comes flipping down the aisle and knocks himself out. But just everything he did in the movie, like there's just that stupid scene with Kenny the cameraman where he like thinks Kenny's uh, filming him. (laughs) And he was just like jogs by and he's like, I haven't started filming yet. And he's like, oh, he's like, are you rolling? And Kenny's just like speed, which somewhere out there, there is a tape of me and my brother Danny recreating that scene when I was like 12. I... I don't know where it is. My parents probably have it. I don't know why we were doing this. But I know, like, there's, like, us literally, like, you know, shot for shot recreating it for no reason. We were just bored one but day. It, but it's a funny scene. Yeah. It's just simple stuff like that that makes the movie still hilarious. Oh, is, good... like, the the jokes that date it are, like, all the little, like, fat jokes. Not fat jokes. Uh, fart jokes. Yeah. And stuff like that. But, like, the thing that makes it is those just, like, random times where it's just really really funny oh yeah um but he was also my pick by the way i i really my i really considered giving it to goldberg or even keenan thompson's character roy because Mm -hmm. they're they're just both delightful like you said earlier like they're both for how old they were at the time their comedic timing was just amazing especially when you see some of these movies out there that like the main child character cannot act. I and think it's nowadays it's, it's like a nowadays it's it's really easy to find really talented children, but I feel like when we were kids there wasn't as many or it was just like almost starting where they were a lot better. Yeah. Overall. But yeah, Tony it, it's just hilarious. It's a really over the top character and he's just a jerk and I agree with you like very very similar to his dodgeball character. Mm-hmm. Obsessed with fitness. Yeah. And, and then there was that end scene that we didn't even notice. Where he's or, selling, like, yeah, crystals or yeah, something. Yeah, crystals, yeah. Yeah, but his just his whole persona in this movie is just hilarious. And it's always what made the movie for me, mm-hmm. um, other than all the little other parts we've talked about. But, yeah, just his character is just an amazing villain for a child oh. child movie. Fantastic. Children's movie? Yes. Chi- a child movie. It's a chi- child's movie, as you said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so let's get down to answering the question. Does it hold up to your adult standards? I 
can say without a doubt, I thought it held up. I found myself just sitting there chuckling the Mm -hmm. whole time at the movie. I thought, again, it's the thing I always go back to is could they remake it using the same script? And I think they could. And I hope they would just keep Ben Stiller in that same role. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's... He hasn't shape. aged that much. Oh, not in the last But I, I realize how ripped he was. Yeah. He was and how young he was. But yeah, I'm like, damn, Ben Slur is kind of ripped. I agree. Uh, it does hold up. Yeah. It's hilarious. Now as an adult, there's parts that are hilarious for different reasons. Whereas when I was a kid, the more obvious jokes were funny. And yeah. just the whole, like, like I said earlier, the whole camp thing and just having that freedom or that perceived freedom Mm -hmm. you're not with your parents you're able to do whatever you want even though that's not remotely true but you know when you're a kid you believe you believe that's something away from mom and dad yeah but i agree that it did hold up the jokes are funny um there's just little things that i would tweak Mm -hmm. um maybe make some of the the side characters a little more believable like the julie nurse or yeah like, you know, people, maybe make them a little better, but Tony was great. The main characters, like the three kids that had the mm-hmm. most lines, I yeah. guess, like Jerry, Roy, and Josh, all were hilarious. Yes. And I believe it would hold up, and it holds up today. Definitely. Do you have any other final thoughts or little funny things that you found? Um, There was just a couple uh, funny funny scenes, like, uh, just weird was, uh, I love the scene when they're on the hike. Which I know this is like completely out of order, but I love they're on the hike and Tony runs and jumps out onto a tree. Yes. And he's hanging there. And he tries to get Salami Sam to come up there with him. Salami Sam. I always laugh at the way he's like, come join me, Sam. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm right behind you. And then his (laughs) face that he makes is like, me. And then when the kids are plotting, then they're like, you know, we need to figure out a way to get him trapped. He jumps off of the log or the branch <laughs> you cannot see him but this... you hear this noise that sounds like a boomerang has yeah. flown into the scene yeah it's like yeah uh, yeah yeah i i remember that but that that just uh, such a good movie uh, it really is i love it also the ending song i don't know if you listen to it oh i think you walked away but it was just so cheesy i it just reminds me so much of 90s because i feel like that was something that they would do in the 90s was make this like incredibly cheesy theme song for their movie like i always remember like obviously like adam stanley Mm -hmm. and i'm just and there's just like people talking in it and yeah like in this one and i'm just like this is amazing and just it's nostalgic for me because it just brings me back to the good old days just such a good movie it is um so yeah so heavyweights holds up definitely it's awesome uh check it out if you've never seen it and i'm sorry that we ruined half the movie for you <laughs> so so uh also we do have an instagram page and yes. a facebook, facebook page. page so if you ever want to contact us make a suggestion on a movie that we should do yes or it's any just... suggestions on just categories for the podcast we'll definitely be more than willing to listen to them yes and on facebook we're just ruining our childhood mm-hmm and on Instagram, we're ruining, at ruining our childhood. So definitely follow us. Tell us what you think. Or if you have something really negative to say, then keep it to yourself. Ooh, no. If you have something negative, go ahead and just tell your mom. She'd Ooh, like to hear it. Yeah. We would not. But if their mom is dead. 
they could go visit her gravesite and tell her. <laughs> really good listener. Morbid. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's it for today. We're going to wrap it up. Oh, what did oh, you want to say? I was just going to say, next week we are going to do Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Oh, yeah, we are, apparently. Uh, oh. I guess Ashley's confused on that. Maybe no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, I knew we were going to do that. So don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes. And, and rate. And rate, please. If you could do us a solid, if you're listening to this, if you could just take a moment, if you're listening to it on iTunes, rate us and write just a short review. That would be amazing. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, you can also like it. Mm-hmm. It's a little heart. And if you're listening to us anything else, just make a comment or do something, man. Just just support us. Please. Um, And that will do for today. We uh, really are excited to continue this podcast. So (laughs) thank you for listening and uh, see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.